You are listening to SDO Isabella Radio Base Instruction. Learning never stops in Math Escuela, your school on air. Your partner in achieving fun learning experiences. Let's listen, enjoy, and have fun in learning mathematics. Stay tuned. Good day everyone! It's Mathematics Time! Welcome to our radio school in Mathematics 5, your class on air. For sure, it will be more fun, more exciting, more challenging, and more interactive week for you learners. Because this week, we are going to explore the wonderful world of mathematics. Yay! I am your teacher on air, Teacher Jeremy. Hilbaliga! Grade 5, are you ready? Kids, before we start, make sure that you're in a place wherein you're comfortable, safe, and free of any distraction. All your learning materials should be readily available near you. You can have your foods while listening to our Radio Escuela, but always remember to wash and sanitize your hand before and after eating. Do you still remember our past lesson? Okay, if you really remember our lesson last time, let me ask you, are all even number is divisible by 8? Yes, that is correct. Not all even numbers is divisible by 8. For example, 18 is an even number, but it is not divisible by 8. How can we say if the number is divisible by 12? Great! If the number is divisible by both 3 and 4, then the said number is also divisible by 12. For example, the number 24 is divisible by 3, right? And 24 is also divisible by 4. According to the rule, if the numbers is divisible by 3 and 4, it is also divisible by 12. Isn't it? Yay! Okay class, these are the answers to your quiz yesterday. You are asked to solve the following problems about the visibility rules of 4, 8, 11, and 12. Number 1. Mario needs to set up 312 plates for a dinner. He wants to put the same number of plates in each row with no plates left over. How many plates could Mario put in each row given that the row may consist of 4, 8, and 12 rows? Number 2. Annie wants to distribute her 276 marbles to 12 children. Will each child receive the same number of marbles? Why? For number 1, if the number of rows is 4, the answer is 78. If the number of rows is 8, the answer will be 39. 
What if the number of rows is 12? The answer will be 26. For number 2, each children will receive the same number of marbles because 276 is divisible by 12. They will receive 23 each to be exact. You're all amazing kids! I'm glad that many of you understand our lesson last time because all of you almost got a perfect score. Today, we are going to learn a new lesson. For sure, it will be more challenging and yet exciting. So please, stay tuned. We will continue after this infomercial. Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you! Ngayon ba ang kaarawan mo? Hindi! Hinuhugasan ko lamang ng mabuti ang aking kamay. Sabi ng DOH, dalawang happy birthday songs daw upang makaiwas tayo sa COVID-19. Wow! Ang galing naman! Simula ngayon, maguhugas na ako ng kamay habang umaawit ng happy birthday! Ang inyong kalinisan at disiplina ang magliligtas sa inyo. Isang paalala mula sa DOH, DepEd at nanghimpilang ito. Welcome back to the show! Yay! Our lesson for today is about solving routine and non-routine problems involving factors, multiples, and divisibility rules. Are you guys ready? Yay! Kids, in solving problem, we can categorize them into two basic types, the routine and non-routine. The purposes and the strategies used for solving problem are different for each type. Routine problem solving involves using at least one of the four arithmetic operation to solve problems that are practical in nature. That requires some degree of creativity or originality to solve. Sophia had 12 candies. She gave some to her friend. Now, she only have 4 candies. How many did she give to her friend? In this problem, it involves only one mathematical operation, either addition, subtraction, division, or multiplication. A non-routine problem is any complex problems typically do not have immediate apparent strategy for solving them. Oftentimes, 
these problems can be solved in multiple ways. Example, Luis has to split 60 pupils in his class into different groups with equal number of members. In how many ways can he form these groups with no pupils being left over? The problem is complex. We cannot answer it with just one operation, right? Children, in solving problems that are complex, we must analyze the problem carefully. There are different steps in analyzing and solving word problems. Here they are. The first thing to do is to understand the problem. Yes, you are right. Understanding the problem by identifying what is asked. And what is or what are the given facts? I'll repeat. The first thing to do is to understand the problem. Understanding the problem by identifying what is asked and what is or what are the given facts. In the problem, Luis has to split 60 pupils in his class into different groups with equal number of members. In how many ways can he form these groups with no pupils being left over? What is being asked? In this case, the problem is asking for the number of ways to regroup the pupils equally. Right? What are the given facts? The problem has only given one number, and that is 60 pupils. Then, the next step is to plan. Think of a strategy on how to solve the problem. Again, think of a strategy on how to solve the problem. In the given example, we can apply the divisibility rules. And so, what strategy do we use? Find the factors of 60. The third step is to solve. To do it, you have to find the factors of 60 except 1 and itself. So we have 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 10, 12, 15, 20, and 30. Therefore, Luis has 10 possible ways to regroup his pupils without any excess. The fourth step is to check. Check whether your answer is correct. To check, you can do it using the divisibility rules. Is 60 divisible by 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 10, 12, 15, 20, and 30? If yes, then your answer is correct. Yay! Let's take the example number 2. Jessica wants to make a garland out of 8 roses, 12 daisies, and 
48 marigolds. How many arrangements can she make with those flowers so that there's no flower left? Again, Jessica wants to make a garland out of 8 roses, 12 daisies, and 48 marigolds. How many arrangements can she make with those flowers so that there's no flower left? First, the problem. What is asked in the problem? That is right. The problem is asking how many arrangements can Jessica make with those flowers? Right? What are given? Yes, that is correct. The given numbers are 8 roses, 12 daisies, and 48 marigold. What strategy we are going to use? Find the factor of the 3 given number. And what are the common factor that 8, 12, and 48 have? 2 and 4. That's great. And the next step is to solve the given problem. And how do we solve it? Find the factor of each number. That's right. To check your answer, use the divisibility rule. With that, she can make two garlands that consist of four roses, six daisies, and 24 marigolds. Or four garlands with two roses, three daisies, and 12 marigolds. Okay kids, let's try this. There are 36 pupils in class. Miss Cruz wants to divide the class into equal groups for doing the performance task in math. What are the five possible ways that the teacher can divide up the class? Okay, are you done? Okay, let's solve it. If there are 36 pupils in class in doing the activity task, Miss Cruz wants to divide up the class into equal groups. What are the possible ways that Miss Cruz can divide 36? First thing we do is to analyze what is asked. Based on the question, we are looking for the possible ways to divide the 36 pupils on equal parts. Next, what strategy can we use? We can use the divisibility. What are the numbers that 36 can be divided with? The number 36 can be divided by 2, 3, 4, 6, 9, and 12. Therefore, Mrs. Cruz can group the class without any excess by 2, 3, 4, 6, 9, and 12. Yay! Kids, always remember that in solving complex word problem, we must analyze the problem carefully. There are different steps in analyzing the problem. What are they? Can you enumerate them? That's good! The first step is to identify what is asked in the problem. Again, 
the first step is to identify what is asked in the problem. The second step is to know what are the given facts. Again, second step is to know what are the given facts. And the third is to determine what strategy can we use to solve the problem. Again, for the third one, determine what strategy can we use to solve the problem. What's next? Very good! We have to solve the problem. And the last one? Right! Check your answers! Wow! You're all incredible and amazing, guys! You deserve many, many claps! Before we continue, listen first with this infomercial. Mag-alala anak, dahil gumagawa na ang tepid ng paraan para matuloy sa August 24 ang pagbubukas ng klase. Blended learning ang kasagutan. Walang face-to-face, pero may mga modules, online learning at TV, radio, eskwela pa. Wow! Ang galing! Gumaling sa aralin kahit di man tayo magkapiling. Teran at matuto sa kabila ng pandemiko. Isang paalala mula sa DepEd at ng himpilang ito. Welcome back, kids! This time, to measure what you've learned from today's lesson, let's have a 5-item quiz. Listen and analyze the problem carefully and answer what is asked. I read the question twice. Grade 5, are you ready? Yay! Okay, let's start. For question number 1, I have a number. This number is divisible by 11. If you get the sum of the digits, the result is 4. What is my number? Again, I'll repeat. I have a number. This number is divisible by 11. If you get the sum of the two digits, the result is 4. What is my number. For question number 2, mother's age is greater than 40 but less than 50. Her age is divisible by 2, 4, 6, 8, and 12. How old is my mother? I'll repeat the question. Mother's age 
is greater than 40 but less than 50. Her age is divisible by 2, 4, 6, 8, and 12. How old is my mother? For question number 3, I am a multiple of 5. I am not 35, but I am also less than 100. What number am I if I am a multiple of 7? Again, I am a multiple of 5. I am not 35, but I am also less than 100. What number am I? Again, I am a multiple of 7. For question number 4, how many common factors do 342 and 243 have? Again, I'll repeat, how many common factors do 342 and 243 have? For the last question, how many whole numbers between 1 and 100 is divisible by 2, by 4, and by 5. Again, how many whole numbers between 1 and 100 is divisible by 2, 4, and by 5? Okay, answer them now kids. I know you can do it. Answers will be revealed on our next lesson. Okay, that is the end of our short quiz. Congratulations! Yay! Make sure that you've analyzed the problem very well. If you have any concerns, please do not hesitate to call via cell phone number included in your learning kits. Keep your answer sheets and we will reveal the answer on our next episode. Tomorrow, we will have another activity for you to learn. Okay kids, that's it for now. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed our lesson here in Radio Escuela, your school on air. Until next time, this is your radio teacher, Sir Jeremy Tamayo Hilbaliga. God bless you all. Bye-bye! Before we end this episode, we would like to acknowledge the scriptwriter, Sir Joseph C. Dumayas, for his continuous dedication and unparalleled service for our learners. We would also like to thank the RBI production team and the whole SDO Isabella for their support and for making this production possible. Again, thank you very much. Ang edukasyon para sa ating henerasyon Sa daan ng pagkatuto ay wardang maiiwan Kaya halina sa Radio Eskwela 